Hey guys, welcome to the Midwest Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Cunningham. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, by the way. It'll be a new year in a couple days and it's been a while. I do apologize. I've been sick the past couple weeks and it has sucked, but I'm back in the groove of everything. And guess what? We have a special guest for you, Jared Hoddle. Uh, he is a entrepreneur. He's a hustler. And he's a realtor. And Jared, uh, you're our first guest on the show. Pretty excited about that. Thank you for coming on the show. Just tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do, and let's get dive into the hustler mindset of you. Yeah, man. I'm. Uh, thanks for inviting me on. You know, I I, uh, I feel like I'm gonna be in a like a trivia at some point. You know, <laughs> like who was the first guest, and so my name will live on. You know, that's the best part. You know, but. you might you never know. You might actually have people on the street. Yeah. I've I've already had people on the street come up to me Good. and say, "Hey, you're the hustler podcast, are you?" And I'm like, "Oh Lord, have mercy." So yeah. you never know what could happen. You don't. You don't. But yep, I uh, real estate agent, real estate investor, and um, you know just enjoy a lot of the aspects of that obviously you know the real estate side but also community building and making connections and and those types of things have been um you know just stuff i enjoy so i kind of naturally fit you know um doing the real estate stuff so yeah from the area i grew up in waterloo um went to central college down in pella and then i actually was a, a college football coach for seven years and um Moved back here and and uh, kind of was just looking for a, a new job, new way, new living, and what skills I had and what skills I thought I was good at, and it just kind of fit uh, naturally to to get into real estate. Um, and kind of always been a hustler, always been someone that's trying to grind it out and trying to help people, you know. And so that's been kind of the the best fit there. So nice, awesome. Let's start from like the very beginning of early stages when you. Uh, we're starting your real estate journey. What yeah. were like some challenges that you faced in the early beginning of like just everything? And, and I see it from other real estate agents too, yeah. especially new new agents. But it's like, you know, you have a little bit of that, um, you know, imposter syndrome, I suppose, mm. you know, especially with me who's trying to help other investors. It's like, you know, some of these investors especially early on, no way more than I do, even though at that point I did have a couple rentals. So that was nice to have some uh, background and experience on, but it's like, man, I'm, I'm making a lot of money to help this person. And, you know, I know I'm just, I'm getting the answer a minute before they are from, you know, other people in my office or other, you know, my broker or whatever. So, um, that was obviously one of the biggest challenges. I mean, not knowing where your next dollar is coming from. That's, you know, yeah, that's a, it's a great motivator, but it's also, you know, for me, just being a single guy, you know, not having a ton of uh, money needs or anything I needed, you know, money for it was like, yeah, we'll try to figure it out or take it to the end or, you know, see what can see what can happen with it. So that it was easier for me. But I don't know how people do it when, you know, they have a family and kids and they're trying yeah. to make a career change. I think that would be that's 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 even yeah. deeper. You're just this, you know, single guy. Yeah. Yeah. Living living the life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Let's uh, one thing uh, that some of my viewers probably don't know this, but, you know, being a realtor, it's actually your own business. So like you are a 1099 
uh, employee for that brokerage that you are uh, with. And you're with a Berkshire Hathaway. Yep. Um, and so like you are your own business, your own entity. Uh, kind of talk about, you know, as your own business, what are you seeing in the future growth with real estate? Like, what are you going to see? What are you going to see in the next, this 2024? Like, do you see a huge growth spurt or do you see things calming down? What do you see with the real estate market? Yeah. I, and, and you're spot on. I mean, I, I get it all the time. Oh, you know, that's for sale by Berkshire Hathaway. You guys have that for sale. And it's like, well, I feel a little bit better because I can, you know, I have good relationships with everybody yeah. in my office. But aside from that, we're just competing just like you'd compete against other, yeah. you know, offices across, you know, the Cedar Valley. So um, there's not really as much of a team uh, feel as people, you know, kind of make it think there is, you know, even like the little tiny real estate teams. It's like it's all, you know, the main guy is getting a big cut from everybody yeah. else. So it's not even like it's like a, com- you know, completely interactive. But um, yeah, 2024, I think. uh rates are coming down so that that's going to be good for everybody i think in the, in the real estate world i think there'll be more stuff trade and we've had a, a lack of inventory for the last probably four or five years and, and it continues so i think that is what's driving up housing prices i think new construction prices are you know the building materials are coming down but aside from that you know everything else is up you know when it comes to labor when it comes to lot prices and all those things so um so you'll probably see those maintain i would guess um I don't, I don't love looking at the, the, uh, you know, people always ask me like, oh, the real estate, you know, in general or the, you know, the nation or the state or, you know, even the, the community. And I just, I think you can really, really get into a, a negative uh, feedback loop, you know, or echo chamber, the more you look at some of that stuff. So I just try to focus on, you know, what's right in front of you and, and what is, because there's always, always people doing stuff and there's always a you know, way to make money in real estate, you know, yeah. whether that's. Oh, you know, as long as you're, you're paying attention a little bit, you can say, oh, you know, can we do some development when that time is right? Can we do some uh, flips or rehabs when that time is right? Can we, um, you know, even just, you know, buying and selling. There's tons of people that just have to buy and sell all the time just because, you know, they're moving in the area or moving out of the area. Or their, their family's growing, all those things. So you can just focus on those people and not necessarily people that move because the interest rate's low or move because, you know, they found a great deal, but moving because they there's really no other option for them. So, mm. Yeah. Do you see uh, in 2024, do you see like more developers coming into the Cedar Valley to start developing? I've been seeing a little bit, um, but do you see like in the new year, is that going to be something that's going to kind of, you know, skyrocket? Yeah. And, and you know, I, you'd love to, you'd love to see it. Yeah. I, you know, it's always, always these grandiose ideas. I've, I've seen, you know, just a little bit in the news. I saw one uh, girl downtown, Waterloo just bought a building and and she's from Waterloo and she uh, I think is in Washington DC working as a lawyer um, and I saw that she's wanting to make an investment back in her, her community and so you see stuff like that and I get so excited because those are the people mm-hmm. that excite me the most because you know they have ties to the area they're they're just a one-man show or a, a little little show that's just trying to make their mark in, in the in the community and obviously I like that a little bit better than you know some big conglomerate coming in yeah and, sapping all the money out of our community and, yeah. and taking it back you know out of state so um so you're seeing some of that and that you know in my experience pretty limited but y- you haven't really seen a ton of that happen in the last couple of years so to see other people um you know saying hey 
you know, Waterloo or Cedar Falls or the Cedar Valley is a, a great place to, to invest. I think that that is definitely exciting. So, yeah. And I would say Waterloo is even better to invest in. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. I mean, it, it depends. Yeah. I don't want to get myself. In trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, it depends on what you're trying to do. I mean, yeah, right? every, every, every community's, you know, I, I tell people if they're looking to do something, just yeah. know, see what every community's got going for you or, um, but you know, it does, it does seem like if Waterloo can help you, they can, they're going to try to help you. I just case. feel oh, what I, and I, what I mean by that, uh, no offense to Cedar Falls or city council or anybody that is in the Cedar Falls area. I love Cedar Falls. Uh, I, my business is placed in Cedar Falls. We're sitting in Cedar Falls right we now. We are. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I see Waterloo growing rapidly in the past couple months. And so that's why I mentioned, you know, there might be a little bit better. There might be less regulations and those, by the way, real quick, you know, look into what your community is offering for building, for developing uh, those new business owners. Talk to your city council, talk to the city and just see what, you know, programs could be out there to help you. Um, you know, let's let's dive into, you know, a little bit. So you're doing you're, you're a realtor. You have rentals. How many rentals do you have? With partners, about 20, 24 doors, I guess you could say a lot. Most of them are, are single family homes, a couple duplexes, and then uh, uh, fourplex. So, so you're living the dream. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's been great. It's yeah, been great. Yeah. So, like, when was your first uh, rental? How old were you? Twenty twenty was when I bought my first. Really? One. It was kind of a it was kind of a COVID uh, project. You know, no way. you don't have anything else to 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 worry about. I guess maybe a little bit further than that. You know, is like. My grandpa had a bunch of rentals. My mom and my my uncle had a bunch of rentals. So I grew up, you know, working on them, mowing them, painting them, you know, seeing how they deal with tenants. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't just jump in right away, you know, without any help or support or past experience. But um, but I also saw all the success they had. And, you know, my grandpa would always tell me, you know, he'd go to Florida every every year for, I don't know, a month and a half, two months. And he'd always be like, you know, the, the duplexes or he had a bunch of duplexes. He's like, they're cash flowing you know, me going to Florida. Otherwise I wouldn't be able to go or I'd go for a week. And I thought that was always pretty cool. Um, he was a pretty active guy, but, uh, you know, and obviously having rentals and stuff keeps you somewhat active because you're running around doing stuff all the time. But, um, just, just to have that little bit of freedom or that little bit of safety net there, you know, when you have some paid off rentals that are, you know, cash flow. And I think, I think that that was awesome to see growing up. I didn't really probably appreciate it as much as I do now, you yeah. know, and, and what that was for him and his family, um, and the legacy he can kind of leave with it. But, um, so yeah, that's kind of, kind of what got me started. I, I, I got into the, I guess you could call it the, the Burr method. I don't know if our, you know, mm-hmm. anybody's familiar with it, but essentially it's just value add real estate. You find a property that's run down, you can do some work to it or, or pay to have someone do some work to it and, and fix it up. And either refinance it out or just, you know, leave it with the original loan and have some equity there to, to do some other stuff down the road if another deal pops up. And so that's been great for me because I, I enjoy getting my hands dirty a little bit and, and getting out there and doing stuff, learning stuff. I've learned more in the last three years, I think, you know, than I than I yeah. have the la- the previous 20. Uh, I'm not 23. How old am I? 32. <laughs> previous 28. 29. Say, so, yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that is um, that's been great. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and, you know, just starting with one certain, you know, everybody's got a different starting point. Yeah. Everybody's got a different experience. You know, I, I, I always tell people, anybody that ever, you know, meets with me on that specifically is like, I love that you want to get into rentals, you know, 
but find your competitive competitive advantage in it. You know, mm. I think, you know, I look at like you, for instance, if you were, you know, meeting with me, I'd be like, well, you got this marketing media side, you know, think of that. You got this podcast, think of all the different ways you could, you know, access deals or, you know, market your properties when you have them. So it's just finding that thing that you're good at and just, just completely going down and, and doubling down on it. And, you know, obviously being a realtor, it's pretty easy to, you know, see when deals are popping yeah. up or see, you know, Hey, this is for sale. Maybe I can talk to him about, you know, buying this from him or what, you know, there's obviously a million ways to do it, but even saving commission is, you know, a way to do it. That could be a down payment and a partnership or something. So, um, construction guys, obviously they have a huge competitive advantage. I think HVAC and plumbers, I think, I think every, I think every yeah. HVAC guy should own a rental. Cause it's yeah. just, I mean, it's just, you can, you can make your money so quick just by, you know, being able to, to do that work yourself, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's the key, you know, and, and, you know, real estate probably isn't for everybody, but certainly I think anybody can get into it. Yeah. Fairly easy. So, and partnering with local companies as well. So like, for instance, me, I'm not, I'm not very, I mean, I am, I do have a skill set for doing like building things Yeah, just from my dad and what he taught yep. me. Um, and my dad helps me around the house as well, mm-hmm. but also partnering with other local construction, com- construction companies is huge too. You know, once you, you know, befriend them and, you know, learn from them. Um, they'll usually give you a good deal, right? <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I mean, it's funny you bring that up because I, you know, I work on a couple, you know, and a lot of I, I help a lot of new investors, which is really fun for me because I love teaching, I love coaching, yeah. I love helping. But it, it is always funny the things that like must be in a book somewhere that they read, and it's like ah, I just don't think that's going to be the yeah. best. And one of them is always like, well, we need three quotes on this. It's like you're gonna you can get three quotes maybe once or twice but after that these people are gonna stop taking your phone call because you know so it's like sometimes you just gotta you know know that someone's doing a good job or taking care of you or you know at least make them quote it out so if you think it's high you can get a second opinion but you know at at some point yeah stick with them yeah Yeah, build that build that connection that local connection if you think they're doing good work for a fair price then you know just roll with it so that's the way to get ahead even if you're spending a little bit more money they're going to be there for you when, when times are tough and you have a water leak in your basement and it's midnight and you need someone to show up. The guy that's showing up is the guy that you've given a lot of work to. So, yeah. uh, yep. I a hundred percent agree on that. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, you know, how do you, you know, this is something that I struggle with just cause I have so much, my hands are dipped everywhere. You know, I have a cleaning business, I have a media company and I'm diving into real estate, but like, how do you maintain that healthy work-life balance it's the million dollar question right like how do you how are you what are some strategies that you use to maintain that healthy work-life balance yeah i I mean when you find the solutions you can can (laughs) let me know i i i here's the problem i think with people like me and probably people all the people listen to your podcast you and and a lot of my friends is i mean what got them there isn't necessarily like the skills that got them there, are the, the hustle, the grind, the yeah. staying up late, the getting up early, the showing up, the following up, you yeah. know, the, when things are tough, you go bootstrapping and start calling or cold calling or whatever, yeah. you know, but like, I feel like, you know, you and me and some of my friends, like we're not in that spot anymore no. where yeah. that's, you know, necessary. Now I think it's always good to have that, you know, that confidence that you could always go back to that. I always tell people, you know, Ben Franklin, he slept on the floor, you know, like once every, every quarter, I think it was. Cause he wanted to tell himself like, he doesn't have to do anything for money. Like he can sleep on the floor if he has to. And I think that's a cool way to, I don't 
sleep on the floor necessarily, but <laughs> but I'll cold call every once in a while just because it's like you want to make sure that yeah. you know it's still there yeah. uh, in you, um, or go work on a rental instead of you know hiring stuff out. But um, but it's been a, a huge huge problem for me. Um, and and you know I never really thought I was a control freak or you know a type A personality. But then it's funny how you just can't let people do other stuff for you. So you're like, yeah. well, I must have some of that inside of me, you know. Um, but this year has been really tough for me on that um, because I uh, well, I got a girlfriend this year. And so you're just a lot of your goals uh, change, obviously. Yeah. And, and like the stuff that you're like, oh, I'll do that 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, whatever, because it's no big deal. You didn't really I didn't really value my time very, very much when it was just me. But now that you have someone else that, you know, wants to be around you or you or you want to be around them. It's like, yeah, you got to be a little bit more uh, efficient with your, with your oh, time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, it's funny that you bring it up because I, I'm looking into, um, I've been reading this book, Buy Back Your Time. I don't know if you've read it. Oh, yes. I've heard of it. Yes. I think it's a new one and people are yeah. really raving about they it. Are. And it has been, um, I've met with a couple people just trying to figure out what that, that looks like in my business because I, I've always, I have this mental block that, and you probably get it too, where I'm the, I'm the reason people are calling for my real estate, but what it, you know, it's just tiring. It's tiring, yeah. you know? So it's like, what can I do to, um, you know, and virtually everything is, is, uh, you someone else can do everything for the most part in your, yeah. in your business as long as you're guiding them. So it's trying to find that, that path, you know, we kind of got it cobbled together, all my property management for all my rentals. So it's like, can we streamline that and help out with that? Can we uh, streamline some of our you know social media and marketing and, um, you know, follow up, you know, things like that. So that, that's been a, that's actually a huge goal of mine in 2024, figuring out how we can get some of that going at the very least start the process. You know, I'm a huge believer in uh, low stakes, you know, bets. So it's like, okay, can we just do it for a month and have someone do this for us and see how it goes? You know, you don't have to do it for the rest of time or you can adjust it, you know, as needed, but you just got to start it, you know? So we'll see. I just, I just started with monday.com on my project management project management. And I think that'll be, um, exciting even just putting it you know all the projects in there it's like oh my gosh it's out of my head and you know i can look at the next step on there so those have all been things that i'm trying to do but it is a lot harder than than it is to say you know so yeah it is it it is really hard to figure out that work-life balance but like once you and thankfully my wife she's a lot more understanding on some things you know like when there's a higher end client that needs my attention at nine o'clock at night she understands uh but sometimes you got to learn to say no and that's something that i'm learning currently right now i'm like i'm learning just to ignore that text or mm-hmm. it can wait till morning mm-hmm. you know and so like it, it is definitely a struggle because like you know right now we're kind of in the month of slow season you know it'll it's gonna be the beginning of slow season, actually, it's going to be slow for the next couple months in real estate for cleaning. Not so much. I mean, like we're, we're still cleaning, we're Mm -hmm. still doing stuff, but you know, like with real estate, this is the slow month. So you're, you're not, you know, making that money as you were a couple months ago, you know? So like, I, I definitely am going through that still trying to learn that work-life balance, but I think it's honestly, I I think you're always going to continue learning it. Like it's not going to stop, but, and I liked what you said a little bit ago, you know, you got to start somewhere like, let's, di- we're going to dive into that. You know, like I'm, I'm starting another side hustle, oh. which I I am not announcing wow. <laughs> on podcast, but I'm starting another side hustle and, you know, 
something that you said, you know, just starting that, guys, like taking that a little bit of that risk will help you so much in life. It'll it'll help you learn many, many things in life. And that's what I did. You know, when I started my media company, I, I took a small well, actually a big risk, actually, when I started it, you know, I didn't have a, you know, whatever, but like, you know, you have to take a risk, you know, there's always risk involved and, uh, learning how to grow from that is, you know, is key. But, um, you know, <sighs> on that point too, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, Probably not everybody needs to hear this, but there's some people that need to hear this. I, I am a big saver. I'm a big like lean, no, lean conservative. Get, yeah. yeah, get it as low yep. as you can because obviously then if you have a hard month or hard week or hard mm-hmm. year, you know you're not gonna fold. You know, I look at some of these real estate companies and they have so much. You know, their their overhead has got to be so high because they have yeah. all these support people. They have all these um, buildings uh, and stuff like that. So I'll never be someone that overspends, but I have noticed it myself recently, like. Like I'm looking for a pro- uh, like a property management software and like mm. there's all these free options, but I, I, I'm like, get the paid option, yeah. you know, just cause then it, it forces that little bit inside of me. Like, well, I'm paying for this thing, so I better get it set up, you know, yep. and, and kind of just moves my needle forward and, you know, like 20 bucks a month, even if you have to pay for a year and you don't, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, that's not what I want. I mean, that's not that big of a deal, but if it gets your mind flipped where it's like, oh, yeah. now I got it, you know, I got it bought. Now I can't stop procrastinating on on doing this i think that is that's big for me and i know there's other people out there like that i know there's other people that you know will buy anything at any time so i mean obviously i i wish i was a little bit more like that but you know it's also you bring up a good point there because a lot of people like they are conservative like you and i i'm very conservative Mm -hmm. on what i do um but you know at some times and our good friend, you know, Mike Maloney would say, you know, like you have to take that risk in order to have growth in your company. And, uh, I did that this year for our cleaning. We did, we got a new software, new system completely. And the reason I did that was because, uh, I, my clientele, they wanted to have, you know, notifications Mm -hmm. sent to them when the cleaning was done. And so we got jobber, uh, Jobber is an amazing software. I'm not sponsored by them. That'd be awesome someday. Uh, but they're expensive. They're very expensive. But I took that risk because I knew that my clientele, the value of doing that was going to, you know, strengthen that relationship. And guess what it did? Yeah. You know, yeah. my clients are super excited about it. They love it. They yeah. love that they get text reminders, uh, email notifications yeah. when it's done. Um GPS, like everything, it does the whole works. It was expensive, but you know, like taking that risk is super important, you know, uh, and paying for some stuff actually matters, you know, and sometimes you can't be cheap. You have to, you have to invest guys. You have to invest in, in your, in your hustle. Um, cause if you don't invest some, some money, you're going to get, yeah. I, you know. I, I hate to even admit this, but I, I just got uh, QuickBooks online. Oh, Lord. And uh, I, I had the desktop version, which I thought, you know, oh, I don't have to subscribe. I can mm. just have this thing forever. Yeah. I'm I'm the biggest idiot in the world. You know, like I, I know QuickBooks is going to at some point rule the world and take over all our stuff and hold us hostage oh, and all man. that. But uh, they already have. I, I'm just like, I, I mean, that's, I mean, I don't even know what it costs, but it certainly has made yeah. me thousands of dollars just not having to sit there and, yeah. and being able to run reports along the way and know what you're spending and know, yeah. you know, how, you know, 
what, what you're looking at for a tax bill. I mean, it's just. Jobber actually does uh, pretty much everything except for direct deposit, but we're switching our payment system. So we're actually getting rid of QuickBooks oh. uh, on our cleaning. Okay. We're keeping QuickBooks on our media, but we're getting rid of QuickBooks on our cleaning because it literally does it everything. Does, yeah. Besides direct deposit, which yeah. we canceled out direct deposit. We're gotcha. not doing that. But yeah, that, that is funny because there's a lot of people that actually still have QuickBooks desktop <sighs> and their uh, QuickBooks is actually forcing people oh, to yeah. go online. That's what started. They're getting yeah. rid of it, yeah. all of it Got because it. like they make more money online. It, I mean, it's true. I pay like $134 a month for the media for oh, QuickBooks yeah. Online, yeah. Yeah. which is just pretty much basic. It is. It yeah. just does like the direct deposit yeah. and all that jazz. But, you know, um, that's funny. <laughs> I, I was like, why do I And I have a couple of friends that are like, have had it for a long time. And it's yeah. like, I'm, everybody's had it for a long time. Yeah. I'm probably the only one that hasn't. But it, it, it was like, wow, you didn't tell me it was this great. You know, because yeah. I have all the feeds coming in and you just, yeah, I did something like this. Is Yeah, let's dive a little bit back real quick. You know, I, I was actually surprised. You started in 2020 mm, in your yeah. real estate. Yeah. How did you grow so rapidly? Sorry, there's a fly there. How did you grow so rapidly? Uh, that that gives motivation for me, by the way, guys, Like, and you out there that are interested in real estate. You're looking at, because he talked about his family legacy. His grandpa had a bunch of rentals. You know, that's something that I want to leave my son, my daughter, and you're seeing it right there. Um, and so talk about like, you know, you started it in 2020. What was the big growth spurts? What were those decisions that made you get to 24 doors? Yeah, I and I mean... It's tough at the start. I mean, I think you, you got your first one this year. Is yeah. That right. And, and yeah. like that was me in 2020. I, I didn't really, I had some cash saved up just cause again, I'm a saver. So that was nice. Um, I, you know, I know under, everybody doesn't have that opportunity where they're, you know, they're still saving for their down payment or, you know, mm-hmm. they don't have their credit where it needs to be in the bank, you know, wants them to do a couple of things. So I get, I understand all that. And, and, um, to those people, I just say like, Hey, all you can do is, you know, do your prioritize and execute. What is the biggest priority? Well, getting bankable for you might be. So focus on that. Get the side hustle to do that. Get the second job to do that. You know, don't go out to eat and do that. You know, those yeah. that's that's obviously your number one goal. So but the people that have had some money saved up and are just a little bit afraid because they don't know, you know It's a risk. Yeah. I and mean, you're wearing the responsible party. Ken Miller, you know, he's mm-hmm. always like you got the responsible uh, party sticker on your, on your shirt, you know, when something breaks or, you know, I, I, last year, not this Christmas, last Christmas had a, someone text me on, on Christmas and their sewer was backing up and I'm like, you know, it's, it just kind of made me laugh. Cause I'm like, this is what people like, this is the nightmares people talk about, you know, yeah. like, Oh, I don't want to have to mess with something on Christmas. And, and uh, I guess that potential is there. Obviously on that one, we just said, well, no one's coming to fix it today. So just get everything out of the way and we'll come tomorrow, you know? So, um, uh, but I guess from all that, like I have a great support system, you know, I had, had all that, uh, experience and I just keep going back to competitive advantage. I had some tools, I had a truck, you know, all these things that like make maybe doing some rehab a little bit easier mm-hmm. that again, people might not, uh, have, uh, but they have some competitive advantage somewhere, somehow, some way, you know, there's going to be something they can do better than anybody else when it comes to real estate. And, uh, so yeah, just just took the plunge and and started. I I remember my my first duplex. Both sides were vacant and it set vacant for, I, I think I got it in July and it set vacant till November. And I just kept saying like, what am I doing? 
wrong. Why am I the worst, you know, landlord had tons of showings and no one would get it. And, and so from that pain, you just improve your processes and figure out how, how can I, you know, market it better? How can I not have all the, how can I, um, uh, like kind of evaluate these, uh, tenants, potential tenants a little bit better. So I know I'm getting a good one and not waste my time going over there all the time. How can I describe the property better to them? You know, cause so many people were getting there. Oh, I didn't know what had a basement. Oh, I didn't know I didn't have a garage, you know? And so it's like, you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, push back and give them all the reasons why they shouldn't rent it. But you also yeah. should have a, a good way of like letting people know what it is. So you're not wasting a ton of your time. But so all those things went into it. And, uh, and I just, I just enjoyed it. You know, I didn't have much going on real estate wise, real estate sales. So that was easier too, because you could spend a little bit more time on getting all that stuff um, set up. I think, you know, probably my biggest jump along the way you know i met my business partner seth who i think you obviously know mm -hmm. as well and um and and he was kind of getting in, interested in doing like the single family burrs um just kind of like i was and i said well, well let's just start you know calling down and obviously putting on the market you know checking the real estate market every day seeing what's yeah. out there and that uh, i think it was 20 let's see it must have been 2021 i think we bought our first two properties or just happened to close on uh, not the same day but at least within a week of each other after all that work it was the end of december when we when we closed on those and, and there was obviously a painful process finding some people to do some of the work that we couldn't do and uh you know we both were trying to build our businesses and he had a, a job so i was trying to figure out what uh specifically you know we wanted to do and what we could hire out and and um you know what the bank would allow us to do so those were learning processes along the way and and um and then uh but our Washburn fourplex and duplex with another, my other business partner, Daryl, and he's a construction guy. So that kind of felt a little bit different because he was able to do a lot of that stuff or no, had a lot of connections to do a lot of the stuff that needed to be done over there. Um, as well as, you know, me helping out where I could. And, uh, and that was a, that was a huge gut remodel. That was, that one almost did me in just cause it was scale was working against us in a way you know a lot of people want apartment complexes or fourplexes or duplexes because of the you know the scale is so good when you get everything rented but it it kind of works against you when you're trying to burr them because you know it's like you finish you, like for instance like they all needed new kitchens so you could do one kitchen but the guys there to do you know you, you don't want to have them come back and do one little kitchen every time so you mm -hmm. try to do all four well now you're paying for four kitchens before you have any of them rented and that 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 can be a an issue you know so um but we survived again kind of going off the lean model and and trying to you know scrape by do the little things that we could do ourselves and uh it's it's going great over there and uh so obviously every step along the way you got a little more confidence that you can do it you know maybe i won't hire this guy i'll hire this guy you know you kind of learn those things and optimize as you go and now it's like all right, we're getting this one. Okay, when do we close this day? All right, mm -hmm. I got insurance. Okay, I'll set up utilities, and it's just streamlined a little bit more, which is obviously helps for for growth and scale when one does pop up that we want to buy. So let's talk about advice. Mm -hmm. You know, advice towards other entrepreneurs as we close in this episode. Yeah, what advice would you give to other entrepreneurs who are starting, just starting out? or are interested in real estate, for example. I, yeah, and I think I'd give this to everybody. And I, 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 I find it, again, I, I, you know, I'm not the world's, you know, best coach or teacher or anything like that, but I run across a lot of people that are trying to get into real estate, trying to get into real estate sales or trying to get into, 
you know, real estate investing and, mm. and trying to find deals. And I like it. It's a shocking to me how, and I don't love cold calling. I don't love outreach. I don't love networking necessarily. I'm an inter- introvert. You know, I'm, I'm not a guy that loves all those, you know, big things. I don't get energy from them at least, you know, I know how important they are. And it's just shocking how few people are willing to to do those little things, those mm-hmm. nitty gritty. They want to they want to do all the operation side. It seems like you know they yeah. want to you know they're fine going over and talking to contractors. They're fine, uh, you know, posting it for rent or whatever. But they just don't want to make the calls to try to try to do the acquisitions. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's the same in all businesses. I know it's the same in real estate sales. Where, I mean, the people that are willing to put in that work and time and yep. effort and get no a thousand times, you know, on the rejections. Yeah. Um, they, they always are the ones that are going to come out on the other end on top, you know, and, and you probably see it too, you know, at least when you first started, like, I mean, maybe you had some clients right away, but you know, to, to build from there, you had to do some outreach and mm-hmm. you have to know more people and, and you can't make that ask on the first time either. I mean, yeah. it's a lot of conversations with people. It's a lot of, a lot of long-term thinking. It's a lot of, you know, trips to get coffee, a lot of, yep. you know, and, and building those relationships. Exactly. is crucial. Exactly. It, it, I mean, when I first started, I, I cold called, I emailed, I Facebooked. Yeah. Um, I messaged everyone I could, you know, find, you know, to yeah. just get started. And I took everyone out for yeah. lunch. I took them yeah. out for coffee and I had a lot of rejections on that yeah. journey. And so like, yeah, and I still get rejections, by the oh, way. Yeah. I still do cold calling yeah. here and there, just yeah. like what you said, you know, to keep your mind kind yeah. of fresh. And I still get rejected. And it's not something that you should, being rejected, it's not something that you should dwell on. Like, oh, okay, you know, no problem. Yeah. Move on to the next one. Yeah. Don't hold yourself uh back on like getting super like bummed out about it Mm -hmm. right i think and uh, i mean i like to think i hope people think the same about me but one thing i think is cool about you and and like you know obviously you are in the same boat as us i think in in a lot of ways where i mean you charge what everybody else charges Mm -hmm. to get pictures Mm -hmm. done in the cedar valley and um I would imagine most realtors don't really know a difference and mm-hmm. most owners, they're just like, as long as someone's here, that's not the realtor on his cell phone, taking a picture, they don't mm-hmm. really care who's doing it. Same thing with realtors. I mean, we all, everybody, everybody thinks we're all the same, but one thing that I think about you is, I mean, you just kept showing up to the meetup. You kept, you know, we kept running into each other and like, you never ever were like salesy. You never were mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know, this, that, you know, like, you know, and, or you didn't get pissed when, like, I don't know if we can say pissed. You didn't get mad when it's I said, uh, <laughs> when, when I, uh, uh, you know, if I went to someone else, but you just kept showing up, you kept showing interest. Obviously you are interested in real estate. Yeah. So that's easy. You know, when <laughs> yeah. you're interested in real estate investing, it's easy to come to the meetup yeah. to, do, to, to do those things. So I think it's important that you're in the groups that you're actually interested in, but yep. you just kept showing up and it probably took, I don't know, a couple of years. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, here, you know, I need some Try help. And yeah. Yeah. And it right. worked, it worked. I think it worked. It's worked out great so far. Yeah. And, and it's like that, that's, that's what I'm trying to do in my business where like, you know, I'm going to go to the things that interest me. I'm going to show up. I'm going to provide value. I'm going to be friends with them. And I'm just going to put out of my mind mm. who their realtor is, you know, what they're doing with yep. their time, what they're doing with their, you know, but if I can help at any point, I want to be the guy that they try out. Cause I do believe, uh, you know, I can provide pretty good service. And so it, as soon as they're willing to try me out, I think it's going to, it's going to go pretty well. But I also, you know, 
just never want to be that guy that's like, yeah. oh, he uses so-and-so, so I'm not going to go to his event, or he uses so-and-so, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to go talk to him. I, I try to do the best I can to push that out and, and help where I can, and I think you're really good at that too. So, I, I, I mean, if you can keep taking that long-term view for as long as you can, I just think you're going to get so far yeah. ahead, you know? You, you can't be salesy. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, that's, like, one of my biggest things is I'm not, for one, I don't, I'm not salesy. I'll mm-hmm. put myself out there. Yeah. You know, so people yeah. can see who, what I do, but like, I'm not the one that, you know, Hey, we have, you know, this, 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 uh, this would be really great for you. I think, you know, I even actually have realtors that are very salesy mm-hmm. and that, you know, are clients of ours and they, they'll ask, Hey, do you think this listing would be great for a video? And here's an opportunity for me to make an extra 150 yeah. bucks. Yep. But honestly, no, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I had one uh, just two weeks ago. She asked, do you think this would be good for video? And I told her, no, yeah. I said, this is going to be fine just for photos. Yeah. It'll sell. Yeah. And I didn't make an extra 150 yeah. bucks and she was happy. She actually ended up ordering three extra virtual stage images. Yeah. And so I did make a little bit more money, but yeah. you know, that mindset of just money, 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 money is not the correct way to run a business. Like one of the best ways to run a business is being genuine and being honest and not think about the sales per Mm -hmm. se. Obviously those are important, but being genuine, being honest and the money will come later. I, 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 that's exactly what I think. I, yeah. And like, I, I always go to short-term, long-term view. Like I, I meet with so many people that don't ever do anything with me or like all of a sudden they have another agent and I'm like, you know what? It doesn't, I, I'm just trying to put out, you know, the, the positivity and, and help yeah. people in, in the world. Like I can't, I can't decide like who, I mean, at some point someone's hopefully going to use some of this info I, I gave them and it's going to work to their benefit, but I get enough. I, you know, I yeah. get an, I get enough positive coming back my way. I don't have to, you know, try to try to keep score that way so yeah. I, I agree with you i think it's i think it's uh the long-term view and the more you i mean you're, you're just like our business i mean we have we make so much on reoccurring business so mm. you might be able to make something a little bit more in this transaction by you know selling the video but you know that lady is also going to be the person that's you know looking to someone else who's gonna you know be a little bit cheaper or something but mm-hmm. if but if what you did i think shows the value that you add you know and yeah. then once you're trusted people don't hate salespeople they hate like the used car salesy type oh yeah stereotype yeah. like they want someone to to do all the research and and know if it's a good deal or not or know what this needs or not like mm-hmm. that's what people are striving for i think you know when it comes to like homes it's like people love a good real estate agent who's not gonna like always be about the sale but it's gonna give them value like what their house worth what the area is like you mm-hmm. know all these all these things like same with you it's like you you experience more media and real estate than any of us do so like you're going to know more if a video is needed. I mean, I find it funny how you're, whenever you do like a shoot, you know, for me, it's like, oh yeah, this one's going to sell. Cause you see so yeah. many, you know, you're, yeah. pro- you're probably even more, you know, obviously the price is whatever, but yeah. like you're, you know what people are buying and what, you know, people aren't cause you just are in them so often. You yeah. Know? So it's just, it, I just think that's an important thing. If you find someone that's good, uh, you know, at sales and, and, and doesn't feel like they're, ripping you off and gives you good value. It's like, just, just stick with them, man. Just yeah. stick with them. So that's great advice. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> it's great it, advice yeah. to stick with the people yeah. that are loyal to you. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, like create that, um, that family of just 
you know, entrepreneurs, hustlers, contractors. Yeah. You know, bake lenders. Right. Uh, I think I, yeah. I, I think I, I actually had a, another uh, person tell me, like, don't be very uh, careful hopping bank lenders, you know, be loyal to the ones that give you the chance. Right. And so, like, look for that your family out there and, uh, you know, what is one thing just like one quick bite hmm. for our viewers out there that you could tell them uh, for 2024 what they should go after their goals? Man, I, you know, I guess let me tell you a little bit, a story. I didn't know if we were getting into this or not, but, I, you know, 20, so I lost my job in 2019. They were paying this out through April of 2020. So I thought I was coming home, going to just chill, you know, for a couple months and, uh, you know, find a new job and get back going to it. Um, but obviously, you know what happened in March of 2020 or February yeah. 2020. And so kind of changed the world uh, for me, especially when it came to, you know, higher education. You know, that's what I was in. Everybody in higher education went to online stuff. A lot of their money dried up for, you know, new, you know, new hires, freezes, things like that. So. I was unable to find that job. And so from April to, uh, I suppose when I got my license in September, it was, it was a lot uh, like I, I like try to get jobs and it would be like, (laughs) either I'd get rejected or it'd be like, I just cannot imagine myself going to work tomorrow there, Mm. you know? And, uh, and just was a little bit rudderless or, you know, didn't have a great passion uh, for anything, you know, and like trying to figure out what my skills were, but more importantly, what, what, like where my skills and like my passions intersected, you know? Mm. And, uh, it was a lonely time for sure. I mean, obviously it was COVID time was lonely for all of us, but you know, it was like just trying to skate by. And I, I, I shouldn't probably say this, but I was looking, <laughs> I was looking at my tax return for back then. And I made like, I think like 18,000 or something, 20,000. And I'm like, man, that was, it's crazy how far I've, I've come since then, but mm. the most important thing isn't the work ethic or, you know, anything like that. I think a lot of people have that. A lot of people have the knowledge. A lot of people know what they need to do, but it's that, it's that little extra that I think it's, I think it's passion. You know, I, I wouldn't wish, uh, mm. I wouldn't wish that on anybody where they're, they're trying to just struggle through life and, and not really know what their passion is or what their why is. And maybe, maybe it's not even job related. Maybe it is family related. Maybe it's, legacy related I you know it can be anything but you got to find that next mission and you got to you know you got to figure out what you're what you're working towards and uh and once I was able to do that with real estate it's kind of you know my rentals and then kind of getting into the real estate sales and kind of growing that it 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 took off and obviously that has a lot to do with um you know intersecting you know that passion and that hard work I think because I'm I'm loving life now it's been it's been great and helping a lot of people and I love being part of a little community that we've kind of created with our, our meetup uh, group and, and what everybody there is doing. And it's like, man, I just can't, can't so imagine cool. that three years ago, yeah. that wasn't, you know, that wasn't even on my like radar, but it was like, well, if we just keep kind of working at it and keep doing stuff and keep, you know, hanging around people that are positive and good yep. and, and getting after it. I mean, just great things happen. So that's my thing. And, and, and so like, I mean, you can get through anything. It's like Victor Frankl, you know, like, like as long as you have a big enough why, you know, everything else will take care of itself. But yeah. I think that is my thing for 2024 is if you really spend some time, if you're not where you want to be, 
and figuring out what it is exactly that you want to do and why you, you want to do that, you know, and who it's for. And, uh, I just think you're going to, you're going to figure everything, all this other stuff we've talked about. is just so, so minor when you, when you have that, why that's big enough. So, oh, yeah. you know, but. I've talked to them about the passion so many times on the yeah. podcast Yeah, and what, to close here, you know, thank you so much for coming on the show, yeah, man. Uh, you can find him, Jared Hoddle, real estate, yeah. Google him. He's Google. pretty, pretty easy to find. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the, the meetup is, yeah. The third week? Second Tuesday second, of every month. I was totally yeah, wrong on that. No worries. I, second Tuesday of every month. Yep. Uh, join the group on Facebook. That's mm-hmm. how I get reminded. Yeah. Um, it's an awesome group Yeah. to just meet with other entrepreneurs, Yeah. other real estate investors. Yep. And like he said, when I started going there, I think we I started going there right when it started, yeah. right? Yep. I just went there for the knowledge, right? I didn't even have the money. I didn't have the money at all to get my first property. I just went there to, for the knowledge. I didn't go there for sales. I didn't mm-hmm. go to try to, you know, whatever. I went there to learn and to network with people. And so I suggest for you guys that are interested in real estate to come to this real estate meetup. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's on Facebook, the Cedar Valley. Real, real estate investors. Cedar Valley real estate investors. So Cedar Valley real estate investors on Facebook. Um, you can find them. Thank you so much yeah, man. for joining this podcast. And guys, the hustle never stops. Thank you so much and have a great day. <laughs>